Welcome back to another episode of TGIF 13. This one focusing on the 1980 slasher classic, Prom Night. And our big Canadian connection. Well, this is a Canadian slasher film. Which uh, is one of my favorites. Usually I, I'm hard on movies, but this one is one of my favorites. I throw all the bad acting aside and I actually really enjoy it. I did mention in one of the other uh, podcasts that this came out in 79 or before Friday the 13th. I was mistaken. It came out almost simultaneously. It's a really good movie. It's scary. Paul Lynch did a really great job directing this. Yeah, so Paul Lynch was having difficulty securing financing to get the film made uh, until Jamie Lee Curtis signed on. There you go. Because she then, at this point had done Halloween 1 and 2, right? No, just Halloween 1 and The Fog. Oh, okay. And then this thing, Terror Train, came out almost <laughs> within months of one another as well. But uh, once the film was shot, funny enough, Paramount expressed interest in releasing the movie. Uh, but they only wanted to open it up in about 300 theaters. And this other company, Avco Embassy, offered to open it up in 1,200 theaters. So they went with Avco as uh, a result. And Paramount released none other than Friday the 13th. <laughs> so Friday the 13th was released in May. And this was released in July. So they were, they're not a ripoff of one another. They're both ripoffs of Halloween. Yes, and the sound in this one and the, and the quality is really low, but uh, I think that actually gives it a bit of an edge. It, it makes it scarier for me. Okay, well, funny enough, if you want to go through the history of that, I'm, we're going to be talking, I don't want to talk through this whole prologue here. But, oh, yeah, we should set this part up. Right yeah. now, where are the kids? At an abandoned high school? Yeah, supposedly this was filmed, well, this was filmed in and around Toronto, all around Toronto. Uh, I believe they said this may have been filmed in Scarborough Bluffs. Yep. Or, uh, yeah, so that's kind of cool. That's about an hour away from here. Now, Leslie Nielsen, That's starring right. Leslie Nielsen. Now, remember, Leslie Nielsen, as we most like a lot of people may know nowadays, uh, although he's passed, you know, RIP, he was a serious actor before Naked Gun. Before, and then the Files from Police Squad TV show, and of course, Naked Gun movies, yep. was in that comedic vein. And boy, did he have a knack for both. Because uh, he made you laugh, but when you see some of his early serious work, he was great. Yeah, no, it was. Uh... He's, he's good in this. You don't feel that he's being campy. Actually, wasn't it Airplane? Was his... Oh, I lied. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, airplane. Airplane. That was his big Oh, my God. Over. Slap me across the face with a dead fish. I totally forgot about <laughs> Airplane. From the same makers of the Naked. But that, that was actually mm. roughly the same time frame. So yeah. at this point, you you got a, you did get a taste of... Uh, don't, don't, don't call me Shirley. <laughs> That's, sorry. Airplane's like one of my favorites. Yeah, I sure. stand corrected. My God, how did I forget that? It's like forgetting Caddyshack. <laughs> <laughs> but funny, okay, so we talked. Now they're doing the setup. So they're playing a game of like, really hide and go seek, right? But they make it darker and it's yeah. called The Killer, I guess. So the kids are all in an abandoned school and they're 12. Yeah. Now Paul Lynch, you mentioned his name. Perfect. He's a British director. This was like his fourth film. He did a bunch of TV afterwards as well, but this is his fourth film. And uh, the only other movie I really knew that he did was a crazy kind of horror movie called Humongous. I don't oh, know yeah. if you remember that. I've a really, really odd movie. And then he did a, a another TV movie called No Contest mm-hmm. with uh, Andrew Dice Clay, of all people. It was uh, like a, another, Canadian, yeah. another Canadian film. It wasn't a very good film, though. <laughs> Kill. That's how they catch people. They say, you know, one thing about these kids, though, I find them... Give it a bit more volume, Vince. Uh, okay. <laughs> I find these kids a little bit older 
to the point where when they get matched up with their older counterparts that are supposed to be 18, the age jump is too big in terms of the, uh, human body. Of looking uh, like, yeah. a, like one another. I hear you, but the, the reality is they needed to have them in grade 12 because that was the problem because they didn't have grade 13 in the States or OEC like we do here. Right. Oh, wait, we don't even have grade 13 anymore. We don't, they got, rid of, every, they got rid of everything. They got rid of everything. So we're just back to grade 12 too. So the six-year difference would have been that they're in about grade 7 right now. So they weren't going to win. Yeah. yeah. They weren't going to win one way or the other. Oh, no, they're in junior high then. Now, we're talking about the transfer and whatnot. There was a S load of VHS and DVD releases for Prom Night. Uh, the original one was actually released in 1981 by MCA Universal. Uh, then it was re-released in 1988 by Virgin Entertainment. Oh, here we go. Yeah. The uh, the kids are taunting uh, the one girl. Uh, I forgot her name, Heather. They've chased her to like the second floor. And uh, it's more of a bullying thing now. So, I mean, it kind of actually... And they're really annoying. It's very, it's very timely. <laughs> yeah, very timely. And, they're, <laughs> and they actually are nasty kids. You can hear in the background, I'm sure. Yeah. And they, they pretty much scare... And freak her out that she tries to escape, but is blocked by another student, and then backs up onto a windowsill, and then falls out the window. <laughs> but you know what? Oh, oh, and then crashes down on a window pane on the ground, and you can tell she's instantaneously. The kids are upset. They know that something bad's happened. They're crying. And then the one kid wants to. Uh... Tommy, I think it is, wants to tell, like, you know, go tell somebody. And then the bitchy girl, Gwen. Is her name Gwen? Well, the, the girl that died was Robin. Robin. Uh, Robin Hammond. Sorry. Sorry. You know, I got to start looking at these names again, the cast names. Oh, let's not too, worry too much. Now they're... Wendy. Within, Wendy. Within two minutes, not even two minutes, within 30 seconds after her death, they've already decided to keep it a secret. <laughs> they swear to keep it a secret. That's fine. We need a, It's a quick introduction. Yeah, but what we no... find out is there's a shadow of someone else there who's witnessed the event. Another good effect: slow motion of the second window pane falling right beside her. But it's very well. It was actually very well done. This actually wasn't as low budget as we talked about Friday the Thirteenth being like half a mil. I think that um, girl was just breathing. By the way, the actress. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was supposed to be dead. Yeah, <laughs> the Robin character. So anyway, uh, this had a budget of one point six million. That's Actually, pretty, that's pretty it was big for pretty, 1979. Or, yeah, yeah. And, and released in 1980. Uh, and there's a shadow of somebody over the dead girl. And that's how the movie opens. And now we cut to Leslie Nielsen staring out a window at the school. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Not the school of where the girl died. Yeah. Which is the school. Which is an old or, school. Or uh, yeah, an abandoned school. And he's hearing all these things of what the police have told him in his mind. Actually, well done. Quite well, well so done. this is still in the in the time when she first died. Yeah, she, she, yeah. So uh, getting back to the releases, it was re-released in 1988 by Virgin. Then 1997 it was released by Anchor Bay uh, in on VHS in standard and collector's editions. The following year, in 1998, it was in a remastered widescreen transfer, uh, and that was one of D uh, Anchor Bay's first DVD releases. Ah. Uh, now, funny enough, that was out of print in 2000. And it became a rarity, and that's the one we're watching tonight. And that's, that's the one I've got. I par I purchased it way back when. This is the one we're watching, um, and it's supposed to be one of the best versions, at least to date. Um, well, I can tell you the last time I saw this, it's a, a VHS version, and I can see way more in this one than I ever yeah. did. Now I will say, in the first opening scenes, there there were some color timing issues still, but I think that's just the date of the movie. Like this is still popping. Like I mean it. 
it's kind of got that dreamlike, Glo- like glossy. Yeah, glazy. the dreamlike <laughs> look to it. I don't know if that was intentional. Now we're six years later, the uh, and on the gravestone of Robin Hammond, uh, but it still has that look, that yeah. sort of white, the Carrie, the Carrie dreamlike. Yes, uh, Carrie dreamlike sequence. filter look. That's true. Yeah. Oh, so the tombstone says she died in seventy four, which means it is nineteen eighty now. Yeah, nineteen eighty. Perfect. And then actually, funny enough, Alliance of Landis, who you'd think would release uh, a good copy, they released a DVD version of it in 2004, March 2004, and it was sourced from an extremely low-quality VHS transfer. Oh. So it was garbage. So this is the best one. So this is the best copy. Uh, there's another company that uh, obtained the rights and it is in the process of releasing another high-definition version of it, but oh, it's not out yet. Sweet. Synapse Entertainment, I believe. Snaps. Snaps. So uh, we have um, the mom. At, they're at the gravesite with. I guess they're visiting the gravesite six years later. It's probably the anniversary of her death, and the mother's obviously still a bit shaken by it. Everyone's now super grown up. Jamie Lee Curtis is the older sister. Leslie Nielsen's the father, and and I guess the twin um, is her brother, who has a very tight body <laughs> and, and a nice white man fro. And a white man fro. Now that we, okay, it's spoiler said, alert. Yeah. Now that I've seen it, like it kind of gives it away right there, a little. You think so? Well, maybe if I had never seen it before, I wouldn't have yeah. thought that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when we were talking about Sleepaway Camp, and we're like, "There's no suspense here." But if it's your first time seeing that movie, yeah, maybe you don't know. Maybe because we were like, "Oh, it's Angela. How do you know it's not Angela? How can Angela?" But I guess in the, at that point, they weren't showing you shit. Yeah. So at the end, when Angela comes out, knife and dick and everything, it is a big surprise. So, Knife and dick. Yeah. Can we talk about the vintage uh, for, uh, appliances here? We have a cocoa-colored refrigerator <laughs> in a mustard kitchen with flower curtains. Oh, man, this is vintage late 70s. Even that tea kettle or coffee maker in the back there. Yeah. With the per- oh, the just, percolator. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Perk coffee is pretty good, actually. Perks you up. I think this is actually more inspired. I think they took um, a page more from the Italian... Uh, and I, I, I'm Italian. You're Italian. I'm hoping I'm saying this. Correct me if you if you know the proper pronunciation. But the uh, the Gallo or Giallo films, like the Dario Argento, Mario Brava style films, it's actually <laughs> the, the trance of the. Yeah, in English it means yellow, but I mean it doesn't make sense. But it's like the Giallo Giallo films. Like gelato. We need it. No, it's not. Has nothing to do with ice cream. That's all you think about chocolate ice cream. And Every time I come food. here, I'm fed very well. That's what I, what can I say? Oh, they have. Oh, yeah. And now they have the creepy groundskeeper with the nerd glasses and the hedge clippers. He's the red herring. Red herring number one. Yeah. Oh, the, so right away you get into the action, though. Right away we see a telephone. And, the, and this is creepy. And yeah. This is a great setup. And the, the long phone cord. Yeah, because we're this is rotary dial. Mm-hmm. We don't have this. is not touchstone bullshit. This is old school. Old you school. wanted to call somebody when you use one of these phones. <laughs> it took forever. Yeah. That's why. God forbid there was a couple of zeros in their number. <laughs> Your fingers would go numb. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, awesome yes. killer with the dude. Scary. So the killer is leaving, is obviously just like, you know, raspy voice. Speaks their name. You get a quick flashback to the kid. He scratches off scratches their, their name. Does he really need a list of uh, four people? That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Go oh, four of... people. I did talk to Jude, so Jude, scratch off. Jude, <laughs> done. Oh, what the a homely very, mom. Yeah, very, oh, the mom's very perplexed at why there was a crank call too. <laughs> this shot looks like it was stolen right from Halloween. Absolutely. This looks like the Jamie Lee Curtis walking across the street in the first Halloween movie. 
You're right. The oh. framing, everything. Wow, that's great. Oh, this. Oh yeah. What's his name? Slick Dick. Oh. Seymour Crane. Seymour. Some guy came up with a Seymour con- Dick. A band conversion, <laughs> and he wants to like pick up Jude, and he's this. Like Ron Jeremy. Not remotely good looking. He's but like a Ron he, Jeremy. Yeah, but he actually looks out, I think, mm, later. Yeah. Mm. I think. I know. Yeah. I guess we should talk about the fact that this is not a standalone movie. That this was followed by three sequels and a piss poor, and I, that's my favorite term, I know, a piss poor remake. In 2008. Yeah, which is pretty much name only remake. Terrible. But the sequels The sequels are kind of name only as well, but they do share some common traits. Mm-hmm. What are those common traits, Vince? Every high school is Hamilton High. Yeah, so the the settings Hamilton High in all four of the original Palm Prom Night movies. The second one is there's an actor in all four. Yeah, Brock Simpson. No, Brock. Kelly. Brock Simpson. Yeah, it is Brock Simpson. Okay. So Kelly is Kelly. what we call now. Kelly is the um. And there should shadows here. And that's true. And now Kelly's been crossed off the list of four. Kelly's got some serious duck lips. <laughs> yeah. So Brock Simpson's the only actor to appear in all of the four Prom Night movies. Again, we're discarding the remake in this discussion. Oh, and the, and the tagline. It's not who you go with, honey. It's who takes you home. Honey? <laughs> or Wendy's the one that says it. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> this girl is an exposed nerve to this whole movie. Kelly, the actress, she plays this part of Always Nervous, which actually is pretty fun. <laughs> Do you know what the body count of the movie is? I don't. Do you want me to figure it well, out? No, no. It's, <laughs> it's eight. It's low. Yeah. Well, it's it's low comparatively. To but back in the day, that was that's mm. what you got. Like Halloween mm. wasn't huge. Friday Thirteenth up the ante a bit, but this is kind of in line with that. That's true. And we were talking about a primarily Canadian cast, except for uh, Jamie Lee, right? Yeah. Funny enough, she was nominated for a Genie Best Foreign Actress in the movie. Oh, you're for this movie. For this movie. Wow. In nineteen, yeah, and that's the. The Genies are the Canadian equivalent of the Academy Awards. Yeah, Yeah. okay. No, it's actually, if I could put it in in perspective, Jamie Lee makes this film what it is. Well, yeah. Without her, it would have been a piece of shit. Because I really do think she brings that whole element to it that's awesome. Well, this, again, this is one more notch. You had this in Terror Train that came out in October 1980, and she earned the Scream Queen title. She's the ultimate Scream Queen. Exactly. Although Scream Queen may have been talked about throughout the history of film. When you say Scream Cream, Jamie Lee Curtis, in most people's mind, come out as the first Absolutely, person. Because Janet sure. Lee was her mom in Psycho. Psycho, screamed and was on screen death, but was one movie. Exactly. Whereas Jamie Lee proved it movie after movie after movie and became the first official Scream Queen. Right. I don't think Linda any... Blair would be close second. Yeah, I guess true enough. Um, but okay, so funny enough, we just had Nick. I think his name was Nick, right? No. Nick the Dick? The uh, the guy, he didn't answer the phone from the stalker, and he actually survives this horror movie. So, there you go. Like, he gets his name scratched off in haste, though. Yeah. And only Wendy now is left. And Nick, I don't think he, I don't think that actor ever acted again after this film. I think he tried to act, and he went to Hollywood or something, and then didn't. So, they're setting up another red herring here. So, the second red herring backstory was about the, uh, they just showed some footage of this guy burning from a car accident. And he's the sex offender that they blamed Robin's death on. Oh, okay. All right. That's what happened. And now they just said he's escaped. Of course, he escaped. And he took a nurse with him. Oh, that nurse. The telephone in this movie is the, the another 
character. Uncredited, yeah, actor. <laughs> That's right. Jeez. It's from, like, what's it called? Uh, Sesame Street, those aliens? <laughs> yep, 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 yep. And now he's calling Wendy. Little known fact, she ended up on Days of Her Lives as well, this actress. Oh, so she had a bit of an eye career. Yeah, she had a career after this. Wendy. And in case you forget, or weren't paying attention at the beginning, they always do a quick flashback to who they were as a kid. Right. So you, you can relate back to what character she was. And she was the one that masterminded the plan. Exactly. To make it a secret instantaneously. After literally the girl barely hit the dirt before she was trying to cover it up. <laughs> I love it. Little dust gets kicked up and boom. Uh, we, we saw nothing and no one knows nothing. Let's get out of here. Wendy drives the sexiest uh, Corvette T-top uh, car. I'm so jealous. This is the one I would get if I had money. Now. Well, <laughs> look, even this would be cool now. That's what I mean. It, it, vintage would be... Or, Classic car would be amazing. Uh, actually, this soundtrack kind of dates the movie because of the whole prom thing. But there's ten tracks made for the movie. Exactly. The soundtrack was by Carl Zitterer and Paul Zaza or something like that. And yeah. Supposedly very highly sought after from fans of the movie, but also... Disco fans. Disco fans, I know. And yeah. it was only released in Japan, though. That's I what I don't get, but... Well, that's why it's probably so sought after. Or eBay it's, comes into play and people charge you an arm and a leg for... I absolutely love this soundtrack, actually. It's one of my favorites for a horror movie. Like, Carrie soundtrack's a good classic, and this is awesome. Is this Lou the asshole here? Yeah, Lou the monobrow guy. Trying to pick up the girls, slimy. I love how you can smoke right in school. He's smoking <laughs> his cigarette, like, right down the school hall. And he's got, like, the one fucking continuous eyebrow. Yeah. He's like the missing link. <laughs> you know what? I've always, <laughs> like, <laughs> I've always loved this extra character this blonde chick that wasn't involved in the murder yeah but uh she's a great character and she does a famous shoulder dance in the prom that yeah, I that's love. the only reason why you like it <laughs> poor girls in this movie there's no good looking guys no and also <laughs> they all look like they should be like in an office yeah. <laughs> like what high school girl wears this like i would have loved to go to this high school I just know. because like i like i would like wow the chicks are hot yeah, and all the guys are ugly, you're right. Well, like, it'd be good for me, bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> True. I've met my limit. Good sausage. This movie... Yeah. Here we go again with the sausage. Every time I come here, folks, he feeds me sausages. Yeah. You know, what do you think? In one minute spurts. <laughs> <laughs> so, the whole time this uh, development is going on with scaring the kids. We have these investigators investigating the guy that escaped from the mental institution. They think he's going to go back and recreate a murder. I don't know, but it's, it's totally throws the audience off. So it is pretty clever. Cause I remember when I first saw this, I was shocked by the ending. Oh yeah. So was I, I just assumed it was uh Leslie Nielsen, the dad, like all upset about the killer being the death of his child and, oh. and thinking, but I thought I it was thought, the groundskeeper. Well, yeah, because I guess they set him up so creepily. But, yeah. But I did say it was released in July. That was a limited release. So I guess the official release date was in September. For Halloween uh, time? Yeah, maybe September 12th, 1980. And then, like, that's why you, you, Jamie Lee uh, nailed that Scream Cream thing. Because one month later, yeah, Terror Train came out. So it's just bam, bam. Like two slasher films in a row. And don't forget, movies used to stay in the theater for months. And then she also, again, because she was in Halloween. Yeah. And she followed that up with The Fog. Both John Carpenter movies, of course. Mm -hmm. And then the following year, she was in Halloween too. So in the span of like 
five, four years, she was in uh, five slasher films. Yep. And how... the, well, the Fug's not really a slasher movie. And the first Halloween kind of defined the genre, so you can't really call it a slasher film. Yeah. Just... But then Halloween 2... A stock and slash film. Halloween 2 is a Friday the 13th clone at that point. Even and... though it's a sequel to Halloween, it becomes a victim of its own... And then, and then by that point, remember Spawn. we were talking about, we've talked about this off mic before, but by that point, Jamie Lee Curtis was sick and tired of being the scream queen. And in Halloween yeah. 2, she's in a coma practically for the whole movie, except for the ending. She pretty much wrote it. I think she uh, but wrote they, a check for it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So, which is kind of funny because you've got the two alternate universes, which I hate. And this is what makes me a, kind of furious with the Halloween series is that it branches off. And we'll talk about this when we get into yeah. Halloween more, but branches off into different zones. You've got the where they went with with Halloween 4, 5, and 6, and then you've got the alternate universe of H2O, Resurrection, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So we'll get we have Jamie Lee now going into the gym as it's being decorated, and they're putting, they've put a lit floor underneath, and she's practicing her moves. Oh. Now, if there's one thing I love about this movie, it's the big dance sequence. Yeah. She is... is she, was she a dancer? I, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, that was part of it. Like because she, she, she actually dance. looks like she knows what she's doing. There. Oh, and look at her body. Yeah. Well, remember that movie Perfect with her and John Travolta? Yeah. And it was the uh, aerobics one? Now, I actually think Jamie Lee Curtis is very attractive. It's still to this day extremely attractive. But when you first see her in Halloween, she's very regular. I don't know if they just just dumb her down a little bit or Uh, whatnot. But remember True true, uh, Lies? Yeah, True Lies. Like, when she gets all sexed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got a... I, I know A Fish Called Wanda was popular. Big hit. Sleeper hit, I think. You hate it. Because I don't think... I hated that movie. Yeah. It, oh, I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the official I hate it. No, sound. but like what's going to... Jamie Lee today, she's very regular eating Activia. Activia. So she is bowel friendly. <laughs> yes, she's very bowel friendly. But... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm trying to make it relevant for a younger audience. <laughs> So Wendy and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, which you know we just call her Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't know what her name is in the film. Is uh, they they hate each other. Kim, her name is Kim. Isn't that funny? Why? Because funny. Everybody, everybody, no, everybody calls her Jamie Lee instead of actually her character name. Yeah, I thought I'd do that too. So there's a young hand here tearing out the yearbook and all the killers. So all the vict- uh, all, all the-, the suspected kill. Well, yeah, the killers. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, okay, you're right. <laughs> Again. Oh, I'm always right. You are more right than I give you credit for. You heard it here. <laughs> I'll edit this part out. <laughs> he does have control over this. At some point, look at gonna... that goofy picture of the guy in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't it was like a, it was like a cameo of like the, the director's brother or something, just making like this goofy face in a picture in the background. It was hilarious in the yearbook there. Oh, I love this cafeteria scene. But you see what I'm saying about that dream? It's got that dream filter on this. All the dream filter. But like when the light, the lights come in through the window, it's got that halo effect around it. Yeah, that's why I love these movies. They seem scarier for some reason. Why is this guy wearing a ski mask? If you wore a ski mask in school now, you'd be taken down before you get through the front door. I know, and then he tries to kiss her through yeah. the mask. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, and God. then her brother, with the power of the fro, comes to her rescue. Yeah. Why is? He's why strong, are they fighting though. the brother? Because so the brother came to a rescue because this guy comes in with a ski mask. Oh, no, that's his gang. On. Oh. That's his gang, that's why. And there's, like, a lot of good screaming, too. But his brother could take care of some business. Yeah. Which well, look, is look, a precursor. That guy rocking the flannel before flannel came back. Finally, the lunch duty 
<laughs> the gay teachers who were probably making it in the back room for like <laughs> I said look oh yeah you like it rough yeah is it Lou the asshole again it is oh look at the kiss uh cami on the back there there's a promo poster for kiss in the back of the cafeteria this is definitely scarborough <laughs> oh maybe because of kiss the um because at this point they released their disco album where everybody's oh, like what the hell are they doing that's right Okay, you know what? Destroyer? I want to find this high school now unless they tear, tore it down, but I doubt it. Look at his pants. Oh, yeah. Lou looks like he shit his pants. Oh, no. It's a patch. <laughs> it's a rip. It's a patch. <laughs> it, folks, it looked like Lou had shot his pants. Shot. This is Leslie Nielsen now acting very serious. He's the principal of the high school. I think we forgot to mention that. This looks very 80s again. In a different way than the other ones do, because we're not we're not a camp with high shorts and and everything like that. But it's um, the transfer. It's very yellowy, yellowy orange. It looked like you know what I just I realized. I realized this is the first time we're watching a movie that has nothing to do with summer or camp or anything like that. Huh. No Friday Thirteenth beers off, but so this is our first slasher outside of a camp setting, but still teenagers. Yeah, um, we can almost go in a whole subgenre of well, I guess it'd be school. Type murders? Oh, well, there's so many different ones. Yeah, because yeah. you've got Sorority House Massacre. Yeah, and all, One and, and two. And that Even one that two is... And then Slumber Party Massacre. or something, and right? Then, um, House and Sorority Row. Sorority Row. But wasn't there a Homecoming one? You said that the last time. Or I Thanksgiving? No, that was a fake one that Eli Roth did. <laughs> Thanksgiving. They still talked about possibly making that movie. Now, isn't it the ski mask the killer wears later, by the yeah, way? It so is. that's the, that's how they introduced the ski mask. So Leslie Nielsen throws the ski mask into his trash can, which possibly makes him a red herring when you oh. see the killer pop up later with the ski now mask Now I on. see why you thought that. Yeah. Okay, that's good. This detective, and he he does a uh, voiceover narration of his thoughts, which is pretty funny. Why is he still in the case six years later? Because the guy escaped. Yes. Okay. Because right. yeah. all of a sudden he's hot in the case again. Why is he back? <laughs> why? Violence. <laughs> Boobies. Vaginas. <laughs> it's always the reason why they come back. It's funny that the um, the new wave slasher movies that came out in the nineties, Scream, of course, was the launching pad. Mm -hmm. Reference. Well, okay, don't get me wrong. There's a big hard on and uh, love letter to Halloween in that, of yes, course. Yes. Um, and Jamie Lee Curtis particularly. But, uh, and Scarborough Bluffs. There's the Scarborough Bluffs. Yeah, but I'm talking about um, the fact that they said. Randy says, if you just watch prom night, you'll know these rules. Mm. He references this as being the golden rule movie for slasher films. It's kind of funny because I guess True. Halloween set it up with the actual fact that it takes place on a date, specifically Halloween, mm -hmm. that there was a killing that occurred on Halloween, you know, whatever it was, 10 years before, and it's the 10-year anniversary. You know what I'm saying? I'm just paraphrasing here. Yeah. Uh, and now this is, again, following that. But so Friday the 13th did it. Friday the 13th did a camp setting, and it was a murder that happened, not necessarily on Friday the 13th, but happened back in the day. Uh, and I think we're supposed to believe it was Friday the 13th was the well, first. Well, her birthday, her, his he, birthday. He died. He died in a drown. He drowned. And then she killed the counselors the year later. And then uh, we're, t we're, t we're jumping ahead now to the setting at that point of 1980. Let's skew timeline. But you're right. You know, but she says today is his birthday. Well, Jason. The, when she comes back, yeah, yeah in the 1980 time frame. Right. And that's where so, we're supposed to believe. And then Prom Night follows this as well. Most slasher movies at this point, the really the knockoff ones, that's what they did. Right. Set up 
happened X amount of years ago, and this is the reunion and the killing starting, which is Scream did the same thing. So where I'm going with it, though, is it's funny that they pick this movie over Friday the 13th, or why didn't they just stick with Halloween, I guess? I don't know. When Randy goes on his little rant there, he picks this one as being the, uh, well, the granddaddy, it, so to speak. It's obviously all. Kevin Williamson's one of his favorites, then. Yeah. Being the writer of all. And he, and he did give a nod to Friday the yeah. 13th in there. Uh, they're at a old-fashioned restaurant drive through These things are like a 50s anymore. diner. Yeah, they don't exist anymore. She's not on roller skates. Taking orders. You know what? They There's some depth to these characters, too. So Lou is just coming on to Wendy. She looks off in the distance like she's uncomfortable. So you're not just one-dimensional here. No, this is this is actually very much like the burn-in. Going back to the burn-in. It's set up, and then we follow the characters for about an hour. Yep. Now, the burning added the death of the, the hooker, and then I kept saying, there's got to be a death. There's got to be a death. And then at the 40-minute mark, and then, oh! She just mooned. <laughs> we just got a shot of some hot checks. Ass. Wow. Lou has a film credit of 22 spots. He was in Law and Order. He was in Goosebumps. He was in The Unforgiven. Yeah. Who's in Friday 13th, the series? Yep. Oh, I oh, love girls. Shower room scene. Girl locker rooms in the 80s. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. I actually don't think, other than you see that girl's ass there, I don't think there's any gratuitous tit shots or anything in this one, though. This is tit-tut-free. Tit-tut-free zone. Tit-tut-free, tit-tut-free. Does this say thank you very much, Milk? <laughs> At the back? Wait a minute. Yeah, there's a poster. Yeah, yeah, it is. Thank you very much, Milk. And then there's a girl. Yeah, oh, it might as well just have her tits hanging out there. Thank you very yeah. much, Milk. <laughs> and she's got what? a horse? Yeah. yeah. They should have just had the girl in the bra in front of that poster. That would have been hilarious. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Do high school girls talk about sex like this? Why are you asking me? I don't because know. you're the straight one. <laughs> I assume so. So they just got freaked out. There's some shadowy people. And there's a big noise of a crash. This is a slow burn build. You know, a couple of tense moments. But this we're going back to what I was saying about the burning. Is it builds. And I think the first kill happens over Wrong. an hour. Yeah. So the Friday the 13th was the one that just dove in balls first. Like I mean, <laughs> You're right. Because even if Halloween is a slow start to get kills, right? Well, again, after the initial setup. Yeah, after the setup. Girls change room. Visitors are requested to report to the office. (laughs) The sign. (laughs) The sign on the door. I hope there's a visitor report to the office. The girls change room. Oh, do-do-do-do-do. I'm just going to go walking right in there. There's a lot of dead air they could cut out. Well, again, we're we're talking in retrospect now. Yeah, of course. We're all, we're used to like the fast-paced bullshit. I do love this. Speed editing. Like, Everything's got to be go, 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 go. Get to the death and whatever like this. You got to respect some of these slower burn ones, even though we make fun of them. And you might, I might be dying for death. <laughs> dying for death. Dying for someone to get slaughtered. But, you know, you re- kind of hold a little higher regard for these ones that took their time. Tried to build something more than just a yeah, you're body right. count. You're right. Well, that's probably, I'm a, a traditionalist with horror, so that's why. I like. I like them all because I did get when I was younger. I got kind of bored. Uh, I I was really interested in special effects, so I like to see the gore. And then so back in the day, gore or better, and then they were always cut. Now that That's you get why. the gore, yeah, the gore, and I'm like, oh. you want the story back? It was because again, there's something now you can get it. Blood's flying this way, that way, and whatever like that. I said this in an earlier podcast too. Uh, that now everything has just super souped up gore. 
So here we go. Um, in Carrie, we saw that the, the prom queen and king were crowned after a vote, but it looks like they're already picked ahead of time. So they're doing a practice rehearsal? Yeah. I didn't realize that. Well, I guess in this movie, that's what they've done. We didn't, we, we, A, we didn't have a prom. <laughs> and B, there was no, uh, that as a result, there's no queen or queen. We didn't queen have this type of prom. We just had like a, we had a prom, but it wasn't this type. No, we, I, okay. Yeah. We, we didn't have this type. We didn't have anything that remotely resembles, although this was American a Canadian, proms, yeah. this was a Canadian American co-production. So it had some American influence, obviously. Mm-hmm. That's a good little glamour shot of Jamie it's Lee. It's that there. deep focus too, isn't it? Yeah, deep focus and backlit in her hair. But, uh. American anything that resembled an American prom, I don't think existed in Canada. Definitely no. not when I got graduated. And when we graduated, we had a commencement. Is that what it's called? Like, well, commencement or, from university. There was something else though. No, but we just had our own. We just had our own party. We went down to Toronto. To, like some oh, hotel really? had food and drink and whatever. But it was all the whole class was set up by some girls. No, we had a dance and then we went to uh, the Royal Connaught Hotel in Hamilton after. Like at the dances at the convention. Oh no, Carmen's. They also set up uh, Alex as like the uh, as kind of uh, red herring too, right? But not so much. We think he's too innocent. We think he's too defensive. Well, I think it's just a quiet kind of like, could he be the killer? Oh God, look at this woman wishing she was a. Uh... You don't think so? You think they totally steered away from him being Alex? What's that? Sorry. I guess. I guess. Well, it's not like we have to... Why are we trying to shy away from the fact that we're spoiler alerts? Oh, we are. I know. We are spoiler alerts. Well, it is Alex. It's, it's the Alex. killer. But, I mean, you, you, you're, so I you're saying that they don't... You don't think the directors remotely put Alex in the light of being a red herring? If they did, it was a very light one. They kept pushing everyone else. Well, they're pushing the caretaker, like, down your throat. The escape convict, <laughs> the, the yeah. caretaker. Um... Is that where and let's we'll talk about the Hell, remake. It's probably the the lunch lady. <laughs> we'll talk about the remake for like two seconds. Okay. From what I remember of it, because I remember being very bored and going, "What are they doing here?" Because I just thought it was a horribly made. Movie. I rented it and never saw it. Horribly, theater. so did I. I didn't yeah. go to the theater. I thought it was just horribly made. But if if I remember correctly, isn't that the plot of it? There's an escape killer and he just stalks this girl that he had a previous connection to from way back when. And do you remember it at all? Yeah, yeah, that's why it was yeah. actually. So they there do, was no they do steal. Yeah. They steal that premise, but they don't set up a red herring. Not at all. What a, this just re, if I would actually say, again, and I don't think it's blasphemous. So if you think it's blasphemy remaking these movies, so be it. It doesn't take anything away from the original movies. Blasphemy! We're watching the movie right here. Yeah. So if you want to watch the original movie, watch the original movie. But this movie, this movie <laughs> actually could use a legitimate remake, not the Prom Night 2008 They won't remake. do it, though. I think they'll stay away from it nowadays. Maybe in like 20 years from now, they might try it again. I don't know. They keep telling us there's rumors now that the Friday the 13th sequel is going to be... I don't know if it's a... A reboot sequel. A reboot sequel. Reboot my balls. Well, because they already did that. Oh, apparently. Was it you who told me this? When they reboot stuff like Spider-Man so quickly, it's because they only have so long to own the Spider-Man... Well, it's uh, not copyright. It's not always the case, but But it to be the case with Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. So... Yeah. That's why it came out so quickly. So far, the two girls have found their pictures. Three girls. Wendy found oh, it. Oh, sorry. Yeah. The three girls have found their pictures that the killers ripped out of the yearbook. And put mirror in it. Mirror so, cut. Yeah. Shards of mirror in it. Yeah. This detective is so underplayed by this guy. Yeah. And he doesn't really get it. Like, they must have filmed all this stuff in one day. I think you're probably right. Because it just seems like they just are in this guy's office, which could have been like a schoolroom, put a map up, and he's just on the phone... He walks around in deep thought. That's it. 
Oh, she's got a picture of Nick on her night table. Night table. I've never noticed that with a poor quality. Yeah. Well, some of the scenes that were shot at night, you could barely see in some of the older versions. Oh yeah. So I, this is actually letterboxed, but letterboxed in um, uh, more of a four by three standard. So this is a. It's done in the format that they're saying, but the way that we're watching it right now is it's actually letterboxed. Oh, you're right. I never yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> at first pressing DVD, when DVDs first released, that's how they did them. Right. Then they would release them that you could, they'd well, format screen, better. Yeah. yeah. Mom, you're I don't know, crazy. The Dreamlink, the Dreamlink <laughs> quality does work for this. Yeah. There's another Canadian slasher movie we might have to do at some point. Curtains. Curtains. Not Popcorn. No, Popcorn is on the theater. I actually dragged yeah. a bunch of friends to see that in the theater. That's I actually Canadian really film, like that it? movie. It was filmed in Vancouver. That's all I yeah, know. Yeah, I think there was a, it was a co-production. Co-production, yeah. Well, that's how Canada made some of their money in the day. Well, they had Visiting Hours came out at this time, too. That's another one. Michael Ironside, yeah, yeah. Visiting Hours in the church. And the, the reason I remember that one is that was classic horror uh, poster art. Right. The hospital with all the dark skull. windows with the skull lit windows. Oh, beautiful. True. Beautiful. And that, that's something that had to be said with those. That's why Prom Night, Actually, this one has the black version of the knife with the, the black mask with, with the eyes coming through. It's not a knife. It's the actual sharp shard of glass. Yeah, yeah. But he's holding it like a knife. Yeah. It's a play on the original prom night, but they've had some real bad knockoff versions of these covers. Oh, I love you the Jamie Lee one with the melting crown. It's one of my favorites. Another good Canadian, I don't know why I have to shout this out right now, but I just feel like I have to, is The Fly. It's like my favorite horror movie oh well that's Cronenberg yeah that's what I yeah, mean Cronenberg it, it's perfect uh, yeah Cronenberg did um, some fantastic horror I mean let's face it he's he if anybody doesn't give him credit or credit to do Videodrome is so quirky and weird but I love it still mm -hmm. um, even if I don't 100% understand it all the time but that's what makes me love it so almost like you get something more from it every time you I see know. it The Fly I've always loved Dead Ringers I love but that's a slow burn. oh yeah, yeah. I, I think I'd have to say more like it because it's I respect it. I love the performances in it. I love the direction, but it's a slow burn, and boy, does it go into some areas that mi most mainstream movies wouldn't dare touch. And is the Dead Zone? Uh, the Dead Zone's his too. That's right. That's it's based on the Stephen King. Oh, that was that one was of the best a... Stephen King adaptations at the uh, at the time. Just how dated it was. It was awesome. That Cronenberg's a gem, man. That's why he has a cameo in uh, Jason X when it was filmed in Toronto. Oh yeah, that's right. And I knew they had to grab. They grabbed him, and actually, he's in Nightbreed. Which I haven't watched in a bit, but I just heard that they're re-releasing, or not re-releasing, finally releasing Clive Barker's director's cut version of it in October. Oh. Okay, well, Supposedly let's talk, quite different. Back to prom night, Sorry. Jamie Lee Curtis is wearing probably the most matronly looking, but yeah. that's very 70s. Even though this is 80. Yeah, it's, well, it's disco set, like everything's droopy, drapey, but what's her face yeah, is wearing more of a hot dress? Let's face it, like, I mean, at this point... Girls Carrie, wear that nowadays. Maybe the premise of this was because Carrie came out the year before. So the premise of this would have been like, let's take no, Carrie, the popular movie. Carrie came out in 79. So let's take let's take the popular movie that came out in 1978. No, it was 76. I'm arguing with you on this one. I'm pretty sure Carrie was 76. You could be right. I don't think you are. <laughs> I think it's 79. 76. Ow! You win. Yeah. Jesus. Me and Pamela Oh, Bordies. Alien. Alien came out in 79. Yes, I don't know came. how I got those. <laughs> <laughs> They're all going to laugh at you, Alien. No, but there was like a movie, a standout horror movie that came out each year. Now, arguably, in 78, you could say it's Halloween. Some of us would also say it's Dawn of the Dead. 
Yeah, you would. Yeah, yeah. like I mean, Halloween and Dawn of the Dead for sure. Yeah. Um, I wasn't a dead movie fan until later. Oh. I didn't. I wasn't a zombie movie fan at all Ooh, until later. A lot of people weren't. Yeah. Oh man, I love them. Yeah, I always found them too slow, but uh, now since I've gotten older and appreciate it more, it's good. But yeah, so seventies. Okay, so then I, I'm wrong. Then my argument. I'm not even going to get my argument because it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> That's half this podcast. <laughs> so Lou, and a Lou is guys. drinking and driving. Oh, drinking Jack straight from the bottle. Oh, he's a tough guy. Mm-hmm. No, but it is. Okay, where I was going to go with it is this borrows a page out of Carrie. Mm. So I'm saying it's almost like it's taking Carrie and Halloween and mashing them together to make... You're absolutely right. Lou a mashup slash Yeah, Lou so th- That's where I was going with my argument. I was going to say it's like they took the previous two years, but I thought it was just the two years. But <laughs> So when you're driving a car and you hit a garbage can, there's no... like You don't think you're, my car is going to get scratched. Nah, he doesn't care. <laughs> Lou doesn't care. Well, the car was a piece of shit. So now we see the empty spot of the stalker's little room. That was a yeah. weird shot because what are we supposed to believe now? That he's gone? Yeah, He's gone to the prom. Okay. So, they, they didn't need that shot, but it was eerily, but, it was eerie. But I think that's yeah. where they show it. They figure, okay, so somebody was there and now they've gone. So that takes the red herring off Alex again. So maybe they did. So yeah. I'm saying they didn't need it, but it's an effective shot. And now they're Now showing... there's some... This is right out of Halloween. Yes. Actually more... Two, where they're showing uh, almost like a steady cam. It's actually Dolly's tracking shots of empty school hallways at night, panning through. Um, that we eventually will see again. And then, yeah, but they're empty. Again, it's, it is a page out of Halloween because John Carpenter did that at the end of Halloween where he showed everything empty where we had already established where we'd been throughout the movie <laughs> and you'd hear the shape breathing. And we cut right to... Disco heaven. And this looks like it could be Carrie right now. Yeah, no, this is my favorite, favorite scenes. The disco, I want to go to this disco. Look at the DJ. It's like wearing like a it's captain's awesome. hat. Well, Alex is one of the DJs. The captain is the second DJ. And there was a John Travolta look like there. Mm-hmm. And they had a black couple just so you splice it. You got a little color in the movie. So we got a you... lit dance floor from like solid gold. Solid yeah. gold! You know what, though? If they had the establishing shot that Carrie had from the overhead, the big giant Brian De Palma pan, that would have been a total ripoff. There's only one scene. We'll just talk about Carrie for one more second here before we, we get back to this movie. There's only one shot in Carrie that absolutely takes me out of the movie is that spinningly dizzy uh, uh, dance floor scene where it, he just gets, he takes, he goes out of control with it. Yeah. Other than that, it's great. If we ever do review Carrie, we'll... Uh, we'll dissect it yeah. more so. I love that film, though. And I'm also a huge Brian De Palma fan. Oh, there she is. There's my shoulder queen. Um, so the, the detective... Oh, they just did the a huge close-up of her ass. No panty lines. So they're the showing the guys checking her out, but it was really us, the audience, checking her out because we were forced <laughs> to check her out, which mm-hmm. was fine by me. Mm-hmm. I can appreciate it. What is body? Leslie Nielsen on the dance floor? <laughs> and why is... Jamie Lee Curtis dancing like that yeah. with him. Now, now I take back what I said earlier about Jamie Lee Curtis. Like she looked like she had absolutely no rhythm there. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you there's not even music playing. That no, way. a lot of times there's not. Sometimes they have just track, but if they're doing dialogue, mm-hmm. it's silent. Yeah, and you just get a bunch of people. I was an extra in the show Witchblade. Mm-hmm. I've never saw the episode or whatever, but they were filming in a dance club at a nightclub. Yeah, and I was in there and I stupidly wore my leather jacket, so I had to wear the stupid thing for the whole thing. I was sweating bullets. But we were dancing, like, we're just doing this, 
Wait, you can't see because it's a podcast, an audio podcast. But I was literally doing the motions and dancing to like some grungy music, and <laughs> there's no music playing, not even track music. And she had to make her way through the crowd to beat up this guy, and we did it oh, ten times over. This is the big scene. This is the big scene. The- Welcome to disco madness. So it's kind of cool. <laughs> this is where Jamie Lee Curtis gets her breakout dance routine. And if folks treat yourself. Go to YouTube if you've never even seen this film and Google Jamie Lee Curtis prom night dancing. It is the best two minutes ever. It's awesome. Oh my God. Here it is. Oh, it is the best dance sequence Grease. ever. It's Gr- pretty basic. The slasher Grease movie. Yeah. Or no, Saturday Fever. Saturday I mean, Fever. Well, yeah. Well. Saturday Fever meets a slasher <laughs> film. But it's so funny because Jamie Lee is not bad, but this guy has very little dance rhythm. Because I guess they're prom king and queen, they get they're allowed this luxury of taking up the whole dance floor. Look at this and move! Dancing like, dan- what the hell move is that? It's like a variation of the sprinkler. <laughs> I think a lot of dance moves today came out of this. Oh, right, let's just God. dance like a bunch of fucking assholes. Oh man, I wonder how long it took them to rehearse this routine. Yeah, a minute. I think it might be ad libbing. <laughs> that one too. What the hell was that? What is that? The sprinkler. <laughs> Look at what this. What is he doing? It's like a head, when you start. It's sticking. like jumping jack sideways. It's like I'm not just I physically jumping in the air, jumping jacks. Oh my god, it's great! And then the knee high up kick. Yeah, kickball chain, kickball chain. You should, <laughs> if you're not, you should have YouTube this, like oh. Vince said, while we're talking about it. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. Be live. It's live, and it goes on for but a, I love a when, few minutes. I love when girls just grab their hair like ah, I just can't take it no more. <laughs> And everyone's still watching. Yeah, Lou's like so intrigued. Oh my god! And why does Wendy look like she's getting wet? <laughs> this guy's yeah. head. Yeah, she's oh, just yeah. shoot some kicks. Okay, look at those are kicks up to her nose. No, she knows what she's doing, but why? Yeah, prom night. No one's no one's joining in. I had We're to da- I had to download this song. I just freaking <laughs> love it. It's on my workout CD. Prom night. They put this in. Uh, <laughs> I think it was in Cabin Fever. Brilliant. Brilliant, now everybody's brilliant, brilliant. dancing. Yeah. There's the shoulders coming up. There she is. <laughs> <laughs> that was a quick shot for you to actually remember. You know why? It's up. in the trailer. Okay. So every time I watch the trailer, I used to remember it. <laughs> and now Jamie Lee's having like ecstasy dancing in a train. She's leading the group. And we got Dream Filter on fucking full now. <laughs> Everyone's having a good time at prom night. <laughs> no, we're not turning this one into a music. No, we're not. But Although, hey, soundtrack. anything could be turned into a musical. <laughs> the soundtrack on this is this pretty might be, impressive. This might make more for an entertaining musical. Because <laughs> you'd be bringing disco back, too. But oh, again. Oh, man. Look at this brother. There's no <laughs> rhythm. This is like the only black guy I know that has absolutely no rhythm. And this Did you move, see him dance? The token black guy in this movie has no rhythm. He was like, oh, 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 oh. I just did. A, he could have been high. A, a, <laughs> audible version of what you would see visually. <laughs> True. He was like a, uh, the uh, the washing machine jostleator. Is it the jostleator? I don't know. Jostleator. Um, oscillator. Oscillator. So I was saying, I, I should just get back to it to finish the, the thought. Oh, we never did finish it at the beginning. The sequels have their connections in, uh, in name and the school, etc., etc. But part two and three are related with Mary Lou. Yes. And, and they... 
And they're you, more comedy horror. Now, have you watched like part two? It. It's a ripoff of Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's okay. a Freddy the it's, it's Freddy the 13th. with comedy. It's Freddy. It's Freddy movie, and it's with, written yeah. by a Canadian guy. Um, wasn't he a DJ as well? No, oh, I, uh, I know it. I'll have to look him up. I don't know. But then the last kiss was also like him, and then and then Deliverance from Evil Part Four is actually a darker, scarier movie again. Yes. Which um, I have never seen. Yeah, I saw it. It's actually not that great, but I give it credit for the fact that it took it took the comedy out of it and brought it back to like scares. Hey, Michael why Ironside does, is in Prom Night too. I forgot about that. Why does Wendy A look like she's hooked up in coke? Oh, she's so bored. <laughs> well, she just left Lou the asshole to dance by himself. Oh God, this music! If I could ever get my hands on this album, anyone, if you want to marry me, hey, present me with this album, and I'll marry you on the spot. I have a feeling because it's not in wide release, you can download it legitimately because of the fact that if it's not in wide release, if they make it available for you to download, you From can where, download though? it. Like a pirate? Like a, yeah. A, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't, I guess it's not going to be on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would not be on iTunes. So we haven't had a death, but for whatever reason, Vincent, they're not complaining tonight. Probably, I don't know. I, we say it was a slow-paced movie, but it's pretty fast. It's actually pretty fast. We're yeah. over an, We're at the hour mark now. Over an hour mark, I think. Yeah, no one's died yet. We only have half an hour left, but yet, yet for some oh. reason, that hour clicked along. Have you seen? Did you see what this guy's doing to her neck? Yeah, we saw some full-on hickey tongue action going. Like you, this is like when acting would be like, I want to be an actor. Yes. Like this chick is like, he's like putting his hand up and like, how can't you get hard here? He I was trying. <laughs> I don't have that much dick control that he'd be like, no, no, no hard on here. No, it, it was it was pretty softcore porn. It was starting very softcore. They're in the gym. He that's bad kissing. Oh my god. Oh, that's awful kissing. You know what? Even either oh, he's he's unzipping his pants and everything. Oh, she yeah, she's got some. She's topless, but we're not seeing anything. It's, it's all for the back, yeah. But this is sort of what have sex and die. Yeah, and have this- sex and die. Even though it was established in Halloween. Reestablished on Friday the Thirteenth. This was you can't say this ripped off Friday the Thirteenth like I said earlier because it came out the same time. I love how this guy gets so angry because she's like, "Let's not do it in a gym, yeah. locker room, well, on what, a bench." It's just like the burden. <laughs> yeah. Hey, get the fuck out of here! Honestly, oh, you don't want this. He's like, "What are you, a fucking princess?" Fine. He ripped off his boutonniere and threw it on the floor. Isn't it a corsage? Oh, no, that's what the girls get. Yeah, boutonniere. At a girl. Well, what do you think prom night's for? You know what? Honestly, I've never <laughs> Wait, seen. Why is she just... thinking that she's not getting laid? That's what, like, the guy's Probably like, doesn't always yeah. have to be about this. That's what that guy was thinking. Oh, we got some. I've side never seen tight. this much clarity before. Yeah, well, I'm telling you, I got supposedly got the goods. I need to have this. Oh, oh, tit tots. I've never seen the. Tits okay, before. well, they because they're just framed, kind of, kind of framed up, but we saw some nips. Okay, I remember this Whoa. bad okay. grainy. So they didn't have any better footage. So that's as good as they can get it. Yeah. So the, a black clo- cloaked. Killer walks up and the the shot is almost in black and white and it's very grainy. Oh, and he pops around her with a shirt of glass. Like from the mirror. Fully shadowed. Wow. I've never seen it like this. And then he whispers her name and says, now. Ooh. Oh. Oh, wow. That's extended. We're get, you don't sound. see, but you don't see any blood at first till she falls to the ground and it's so effective. Because the it's sound. It's very creepy. Yeah, that was really well done. And she falls to the ground with a bloody neck. It's not gratuitous. I mean, it's there's blood, but it's not gratuitous. Oh, and a fade to a red nice, corsage. Nice. Oh no, red punch. punch. <laughs> nice. Oh, and the that g- was creepy. 
totally creepy. And her uh, boyfriend that just turned her down is now picking up another chick. Well, like I said, his goal in Prom Night is to Get seal laid. the deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now we're getting some stalker POVs. Is that the uh, police chief? It's the detective, yeah. Or the detective, sorry. Yeah. So he's at the he saw the car at the school? Yeah, they're they're casing it just in case. Because <laughs> it's the only prom in town. Oh, right. I forgot about these two. Yeah, the van. So, yeah. This is taken right out of Psycho. Or, I mean, right out of... Psycho? <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty... This is taken right out of uh, Halloween, is it not? Uh, or, or maybe... No, because he didn't have... Uh... He was in the car. I would say this is more taken out of... Um, no. You're... No, I mean, it's not Halloween. I, this I could, could be the guy a bit original. Van. This could be a bit original. In a... Uh, Rob con- Zombie maybe ripped this off yeah. for his version of Halloween is what I... I guess is where I'm going with it. Where the remember he pulls up in this fucker van, but they still go back in the house after. This guy's so creepy, and he's why is he wearing a Liberace shirt? Because <laughs> because he's gross. That's why <laughs> he looks like he could be a, the Pirates of Penzance or whatever like that. Or whatever that, what is that called? The pirate. You pull a piano and he's Liberace. So they just did it. He's going to take a whiz. She wants to get high. It's prom. <laughs> they fucked in the van. That son of a bitch. I'm in love. You should have said, you're my first. <laughs> you're my, tonight, yeah. <laughs> I lost my virginity. Again. <laughs> For the second time. <laughs> <laughs> so the band's perched on the bluffs, right? So they're talking about actually fucking on the bluffs. Of which a lot of people supposedly died at the Scarborough Bluffs, like fall down. Well, at night, yeah. yeah. It's pretty, it's a... Freaking uh, cliff. I don't know if they're fucking on it, but that's a sure way to fucking die. Exactly. You don't be, but if uh, you die coming, like if you're fun, whoa, like would you just try to do those final jerks to the dead? Like you're, your load? Like, you know, you're shooting your load like you're a Spider Man. Maybe you'll grab something. <laughs> or do you think they would propel you to the ground faster? Like you yeah. shoot it oh. like a, <laughs> if you're it's in, like a rock, <laughs> and you just splatter on the ground. That guy must not have been laid for weeks then, if that was the case. Or maybe you turn around and you cushion through your yeah. <laughs> That's it. You try to push yourself around <laughs> and you jerk yourself up so that your cum hits the ground and kind of, it's like a spray of water. Oh my God, this is yeah. going wrong. Yeah. This is all going wrong. But hey, if it saves your life, why wouldn't you do it? How'd you save your life? I jerked off. There's no tomorrow. <laughs> oh boy. This is a long and a little bit over... Done, yeah. I think. Especially since this guy's a fat pig and we don't want to see him <laughs> remotely see kissing or getting laid. One last time I'll say it, that this clarity is a treat. Yeah. I have not seen it in a long no, time. No, I remember it even when I watched it, but the thing is, I rem- I don't remember when I first saw this movie. I saw it on VHS because, again, I was too young to go see it in the theater. Um, but I didn't remember the VHS being that pissed oh, for. I'll show you it if you ever want to see yeah. it. Yeah. But again, I'm going by, that was like way back when. Okay, so now we got some shaky POV. I don't know why they had to over-accentuate in these movies. They always made this POVs never fluid, which is fine. It's showing the killer walking around, but that looks a little shaky. It looks a little homemade, yeah. So I'm going to see another kill that I probably haven't seen clear, clear before. I just remember the fat guy falling out the back of the van at some point. That's that's what I remember. No, it's her. He drives the van. He tries to get away. Uh-huh. Yeah, she just said she'll remember this night for the rest of her life. Yeah. <laughs> Your life is about to end, honey. So two minutes. <laughs> uh, oh, he's stabbing her with a. Uh... Wow. But he's like dancing up and down as he tries to stab her. And now the soundtrack kicks on, which was not normal at this time. Like to have a soundtrack, 
of a it, song come on when he's, someone's trying to get killed. But I thought it was because they hit the radio. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's like a country, and he's lost his balance. He doesn't know where he's driving. He's freaking out. Doesn't the van explode? Uh, when it goes off the block. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot he got in the, the van. The killer hops into the side of the van. Wow. Shuts the door. <laughs> uh, this is exciting, folks. This yeah. is exciting. It's like a car chase with the van going in circles. So this is almost uh, a bit Jason, part six. True enough. But the killer keeps sort of swinging in and out of the van. Like, this guy's put up a good fight, I guess. There we go. So, whoa. <laughs> and the van explodes before impact. Before impact. And Triple not <laughs> before they do a one-shot second of him doing cross arms in front of his yeah, face. Yeah, like, you have any chance to go, oh, I'm a goner. <laughs> like, you would just be white-knuckling it. But no, he has a chance to throw his arms up in front of his face to protect whatever he has before the car blows the smithereens. Oh, that's fun. Oh, look oh, at this dance oh, oh, No, that black guy's back. got rhythm. Yeah. <laughs> we're back to the prom and the disco. And let's not forget some haircuts that need to be seen and believed. Oh, as well. man. It was just a great time. Oh, and he's just coming back. He's, he's been... drinking, but he, has, he doesn't have his creepy glasses on to make him... This is the caretaker. The here. caretaker's back. Yeah, sorry. We know that by his comb-over haircut. <laughs> I love a loose wearing like it looks like a cummerbund on, above his jeans. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look like it. It is. Yeah. So I guess they have a, this big master plan that they're going to switch out uh, Nick for Lou just to piss off Jamie Lee Curtis, Kim. So kind of like a Carrie-esque... Oh, this is where Wendy's... This is the big, big extended chase of the film. Wendy, the final person in this... Well, second final. So that fat guy died by guilty by association. Yes, eh? he did. Oh, the girl had turned off the lights. Supposedly this is one of the scenes that you wouldn't be able to see shit. In no, I copies. don't remember. Where do you get the axe? I know. And, and he's then like, not only that, he's a bad shot with the axe. Terribly bad. And he kind of popped up in front of her there, too. Well, that was odd. Yes. So the, that was a bit of a, a bit of a bad shot. Yeah, she ran out of the washroom, and he ran out, and suddenly was in front of her. I guess there's two exits to the washroom <laughs> type thing. And now he's chasing her, and he's holding an axe. Oh! Whoa! He, whoa! Yeah. That nearly yeah. missed her head. Yeah, but that could be a prop, actually. I hope it was. The sound effect is what solves you, but it was really well done. Mm-hmm. That's a cool shot. You see the shadow the do- with him in the door, that he's just standing in the door. Now he's running towards a camera. Well, I thought he was going to jump on the trampoline. Yeah. <laughs> I've never noticed these... Uh... Some little nuances? Yeah. Or I guess if the copy's that bad. No, Christian, yeah, you can't... You only, like, right now, I, I remember that, but... I remember thinking that for Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The oh, original yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I had a VHS copy that half the movie was in complete black. Right. You couldn't, you couldn't tell what was going on. Then they released it. Then I bought a Laserdisc player, and they released this beautiful version of it on Laserdisc. Mm-hmm. And it, it was a totally different movie. Right. The other movie that was like that was The Howling. Uh, repeat shot yeah. of walking with the grainy black and white walking thing. Yeah. Funny that. The Howling. You couldn't see shit. And and, uh, and then when you watch the Laserdisc version, it was like night and day. It's a good, good suspense here, actually. The reflection off the Even though we're talking table. through it, but I mean, it's a good build-up. And mm-hmm. that, that is a great shot. Her kind of peeping over this little table. But it's, but it's all shiny. The, yeah, it's yeah. shiny, so it's a reflective. You can still hear that the problems happen in the That's distance, a good thing, Which too. actually yeah, adds to it. Instead of it just disappearing completely, or where the hell are they in the school, you can hear it in the background. So you know that safety and people are, near are close. Uh, you're right. But it doesn't, it's not going to help her situation, and that just is cool. So he came into the classroom, didn't see anything, so left the classroom, and now oh, she's backing out of the classroom. Like an idiot. 
backing out, like yeah. literally backing out. Not looking behind her. She's going to run into something. She runs, runs into like a biology cadaver, cadaver. Fake cadaver. And now he knows he's there. Here's a scream. and comes back to chase him. Great. Great. Because typically nowadays, you'd, she'd run right into him. True. The killer. Why didn't she throw all the stools, though? That would have helped. Her, her shit? It would have helped. Oh, the actual stools. The stool. Sorry. <laughs> I'm joking. Not her stool. The stools on the counter. The stool. Yeah. Fuck you, killer. <laughs> Fuck you, killer. Just go running by. He'll slip slide his way through that. Totally out of character for you, Wendy. You've been so hoity-toity through this whole thing. Now you're shitting your hands and throwing it at the killer. I'm sorry, too. If I knew I was gonna, someone was coming to kill me and I get to a door with a giant glass window... You're jiving right through the fucking thing? Well, yeah, I throw something at it. <laughs> but when she should have done the diving, with like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so she's in the car shop right now. And she's going to hide in a car. Like, he's never going to find her. Well, well, in reality, he should never find her. But they always do in these movies. Well, exactly. She's never obviously seen a horse. Uh, excuse me. Uh, uh, forgiveness, please. <laughs> forgiveness, oh. please. Oh, Gelato. Sausage come up. <laughs> oh, you got the double burp. Ooh. Once again, you brought up a great point. Safety is close, and that's what's frustrating about it. Yeah, because you could just hear that music pumping in the background. Yeah. And yet she can't get to any help. And that does add, that puts another level there. This, I remember when I first watched this as a kid, this was my favorite sequence. Now, can it use some external music now? Like that, a slow build of the... Or something? Yes. It doesn't. And it worked <laughs> earlier, but I think... What, what music were you putting on there? I was doing Tourist Trap. You were putting like a chorus. Maria. Oh, it's Tourist Trap. <laughs> well, it's honey, creepy. you're... you're so, like, try to figure out how to get out of there now. And he's a runner. Oh, so he has an axe. She grabbed the broom. She won that round. <laughs> now she's running for dear life again. Where is she? Does she know how to get to this prom? Like, but every door is locked with a giant padlock. Yeah, from the inside. It's, well, I guess it, that's true. But it's so funny how uh, he nowadays stalkers or killers don't run. He like like sprints. Yeah, he runs more than Jason in Part Two runs. Oh yeah, that's not going to help you, honey. Yeah. She's trying to hold the door shut with her hand. That never works. He's not there yet. She's in a storage cellar. Arm yourself with something, damn it. <laughs> Look at me, I'm getting into it. Some music, though, would be nice here, I think. Other than the the do 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 the repetitive do, prom do, do. music in the background. Mm-hmm. Jamie Lee really doesn't have to do much here. She gets total top credit, billing. top yeah. billing. She's not really the star of this movie, though. It, I think it's Wendy. Yeah. This killer just seems to know where she is. Oh, why didn't they use that footage? That's better footage. I think it is that footage, but they they darked it down. They could have used yeah. the good footage, though. Yeah. That's so funny. Uh, the, the killer was walking again. The exact same shot, but it's totally clear as day now. Oh, now we see some blood dripping, yeah, which looks that, like paint. Where was that blood? It looks tr- truthfully like the 70s blood that they used in every 70s movie, but mm-hmm. now we're in 1980, and they're still using it. And she's noticing there's something dripping. It's it's far too bright red blood. It's paint. But where's it dripping from? That's what she hits it right now. She figures it out. Oh, yeah. There's your music. Now the music kicks in. You're right. Oh! Yeah. Hey, that's a good reveal, though. Very good. Oh. oh. And then she came face to face to the killer who chopped down at the camera and went to black. So we didn't but get we heard, it chopped. We didn't get it, but we heard it. An audible, yeah. They yeah. used some audible... Uh, Sound effects. I think Audible helps get around the sensors then. Oh, definitely. 
Although I did read uh, when Leatherface came out, part three of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, they actually had to even cut out the sound effects oh, of some God. of the scenes because of how gri- uh, graphic they thought it was. Ridic. Can you believe that? Ridic is it's right. Ridic. Oh, so they so the detectives have gotten together now. The one guy says, "We caught him. We caught him." Okay. And the other guy's like, "Well, I can start enjoying the prom now." So now we're thinking everything's like, "What are these guys?" All it's the obviously not the. Yeah, they're all getting knocked off. <gasps> there you go. Have you seen my dad? Yeah. See. Ah. Uh, That's why I always thought he was a killer. You're right. I just assumed, but I thought he moved too fast. But I'm like, that's just the movie, right? So I always thought it was Leslie Nielsen when I when I saw this movie the first time. That's who I thought it was, because Jamie Lee Curtis yelled out as Vince just said, "You see my dad." So now we were under the impression, obviously, and now here's the caretaker, drunk as can be, so we know it's not him. So they're nailing down the, yeah. they're nailing off the red hair, and he just said, "There's a killer loose." Yeah, we know it's not him. He's too drunk to walk, so he's not the killer. He's not the killer. <laughs> he's not the killer. <laughs> So now we do think, like, right now it's pointing to Daddy. You're right. And now yeah. but now they have to do their prom duties yeah. of king and queen. Oh, I'm so nervous. Oh, my God. There's only ten people left. <laughs> <laughs> there's Lou the asshole. Always smoking. Why, why is he an asshole? Because he's smoking. But I like his friend. <laughs> <laughs> he's blonde. He's got biceps. I will tell you, that guy's been in other things. We'll check it out later. Okay. Because he looks familiar, but... You just say, let's bring it. Was that a term back in 1980? So now they're lining up for the uh, the reveal of prom king and queen. And uh, this is where... Oh, see, so the killer's back there with the axe. Backstage. Yeah, backstage. Yeah. But Lou is going to take Nick's place. They tie him up? Or what does he do? He punches them out. No, he, <laughs> he, he actually he bitch slaps him out. <laughs> and he passes out. Did they put ether on him? Like, what the... That's too easy. I think that's him. Now we're getting ready for the big climax. And it is a fantastic climax. Yeah. This is a fantastic ending to a horror movie that you can hope for. It fulfills all of your... Uh... Oh, it'll make you lose your head. You're <laughs> 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 starting to get some psycho music. Oh, there's a nice close-up of an axe. Which is freshly white. Yeah, it doesn't look <laughs> bloody at all, so this killer's definitely into cleanliness. It's next to godliness. It's next to godliness. So Lou's wearing the crown with a big old smirk on his face. I love this guy dancing at the end of the... Look at those lights, though. <laughs> Look at like, that couldn't be more... I, I almost felt like I was on acid there for a second. <laughs> this guy's dancing yeah. is so bad. Those Music lights are stop. crazy. <laughs> now they're going to crown... The king and queen. Queen and, queen and king. Queen and king. Queen and king. Queen and king. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. This is the big... Except the killer's coming up behind Lou the asshole. Because he thinks he's Nick. Nick the dick. <laughs> and he's going to take him out in a big... Oh! oh wow. He chops his head right off. And the head goes right down. And he also hits the electricity. Yeah. So it so goes all skew. The electricity goes all skew and, and Lou's head goes tumbling down the stage. Now, a, a little quick fact. Yes. He was so, he had some condition that makes him, I don't know if it was claustrophobia or whatever, but he could not be, he was immobilized below the stage. He did not want to do this. The director had to hold his hand while they filmed this scene. Unbelievable. Just to get, well, the director did it to get him through the scene. So there's a massive panic now. Everyone's trying to get out of the gym because they've seen Lou the asshole's head. dead head. Yeah. Nick's woken up from his bitch slap. Yeah. Jamie Lee's come back to get him. And the killer kind of was knocked back. From the electricity. From the electricity and the impact. And now he's waking up too, axe in hand. And we're going to get the big denouement. What are you talking about? The ending. <laughs> the big ending. 
It's like a term. Conclu- Denouement? It's the climax? Yeah. Same fucking thing, you ass. I'm trying <laughs> to be all colorful with my wording. Why? Was it your toilet paper word of the day? No. Oh, killer stops him from leaving, which is perfect. And then the music is just kicking in full gear. Like, the killer's, like, dancing to the... Well, he's not dancing to the Oh, beat, yeah, the light show is going crazy. He's trying to kill Nick. So and we know that there's a... Yeah. And now we know her dad's nowhere to be found. I love this. She hits him with this chair. Nope. <laughs> this is a great... Scene. Yeah. Jamie's really fighting this killer. Like he, could, he could have got her anytime. <laughs> oh right, the axe goes flying under the table, and then she she gets him in the back. That's right. That's quite the wrestling fight. <laughs> yeah. So they're wrestling and fighting, and Jamie's. I don't know what Jamie's waiting for. She's, she's waiting for it. The opportune moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the music. It's all prom. It's not scary music. Ooh. Oh. Okay, so she whacks him across the head with the axe, but she doesn't chop his head. No, she doesn't. And I think it was the blunt end. Oh, and then she recognizes his eyes. So he's been yeah. blunted by her, and he's running out. I don't think the audience still knows what's happening. No. She just... You, so you still think it could be the dad. Yeah. Because she recognized something in his eyes, and now they're doing some flashbacks to the prologue, but really well done. Not like Sleepaway Camp. No. Not like the burning. No. Which were both poorly done. This is great editing. Yeah, this is actually very well done. Oh, that's great how the crowd subsides. So they can see the killer coming, but there's police there. You hear the kids chanting kill from the beginning. Jamie Lee Curtis knows she's related and says, don't shoot him. But the copper has a gun. And we see uh, Robin falling from the window again at the same time. And then he falls. The killer falls. Yeah. Well very done. well done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This always- and Jamie Lee Curtis is now is this sad? coddling the uh, killer's head. <laughs> yeah. Choked up. Is this is good acting by her? So then they're showing Alex as a little kid, and he witnessed the whole thing. So he was the shadow that walked up to her dead body, and he's whispering, and he's chanting, "They killed her." I don't think they Alex ever her. acted after this movie, and then he dies. And now we cut back to the school, the decrepit school from the beginning, and and credits. No, Leslie Nielsen wasn't in that last half. I just I wonder. That. So they, I wonder if he quit. Or, yeah, like, they, they didn't even have him come out for the end, so maybe they couldn't pay him anymore? <laughs> I don't know. Like, we should read up on that. I didn't find any trivia on that, though. No, either did I. So. He's always said, though, he didn't really want to be a part of this film. Like, in the, when he became famous, famous, he was, like, trying to distance himself from it. Yeah, wow. Which I don't know why you would, because this is just one piece of brilliant slasher film. Yeah. Fast paced, man. Like. We blew through that. It was not an hour and a half. Good old, old school. The way they Most should of my be. My blows are about an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but no. But that, that's the way they should be. These two-hour slasher movies are useless. There's no need for slasher. Scream movies are way too long for their own good. Even though I like, I, I've enjoyed them. They're too long for their own good. They uh, should be shorter. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Anyway, that was a fantastic throwback for me. And Prom night, nineteen eighty. Seeing, seeing it so clearly. It is a treat. Thank you, my friend. Yeah. Clink, clink. Anybody, yeah. If anybody wants this DVD, $5,000. <laughs> <laughs> Starting bid. Exactly. <laughs> but anyway, guys, I guess we'll see you next time. Our hopes are going to be that we're going to be doing this at a different locale other than this comfy couch in my basement. <laughs> comfy? I'm on three pillows. <laughs> yeah, we're going to probably be doing this at Vince's if everything goes right the way we were planning on it. And we're going to be tackling Halloween next. And we might even have a guest star. We might. We'll you know, know who you are. You just clear up your schedule, mister. 
filmed in Toronto. All right, guys. Good night. God bless. And take care, motherfuckers. Get the shit music in the background. <laughs>